0: I want to start just by welcoming you to sharing with us. I know that there are several of you who haven't been a part of our family, but over this online season, you have dropped in on us and and are sharing with us. And we just want to welcome you to our church family. It's so good to have you. Uh, We've got folks from around the city, the province, the country, and even around the world. And so welcome. And if there's any way we can serve, any way we can help or pray, please let us know. And we'd be happy to do that. I, I want to talk today about not missing the opportunities that God brings to us. I have always been fascinated with time, with the different seasons that come in our lives, Uh, uh, fascinated by uh, why things happen when they happen, why people come onto the stage when they come onto the stage. Uh, A number of weeks ago, uh, Pastor Eric asked me what my favorite Uh, scripture verse was and I said it's not a promise it's it's not a command it's a it's a unique observation of scripture and it comes from Galatians chapter 4 verse 4 where it says in the fullness of time or at the appointed time that God had said Jesus was sent at the perfect moment in time. And so I've always been enthralled, interested in God's timing in our lives. So we read in Psalms that... uh, our lives are completely mapped out before we even are conceived. He's written our days in a book uh, that our steps are ordered of the Lord. And so there is no coincidence. There, there is no um, accidents. God has divine appointments, has events that he brings across our pathway. And, and that's, that's significant to, to think of and to be aware of and, and to just cogitate upon. Um, but like you, I've been sitting here and I've been wondering, God, this whole thing where an entire planet has been slowed down to almost a stop, what, what's the purpose? What, what are you wanting to say? What, what are you wanting to do? What are you wanting us to learn? Or, or how are you wanting us to change? And and I don't have all the answers. You need to understand that and know that. But I I, I want to take you back to the book of Exodus or the book of Deuteronomy. Sorry, I, I want you to go back with me to Deuteronomy. It's the it's the final chapter of Moses' life, and and so his speeches, his his actions are are recorded there. And uh, it says that in chapter one that these are the speeches that he made in the the final chapters of his life. These are the things that he did. And then in uh, chapter two, uh, God speaks to Moses and, and very powerfully, very clearly, very succinctly, and says, these are the things that I want you to walk my people through in this time. And then it says in chapter three, chapter four, chapter five, six, seven, even eight, that Moses brings the people together and he speaks to them. He talks to them. And uh, chapter 8 is where we're at, chapter 8, verse 1, 2, and 3. Uh, Moses asks them some questions. He, he brings them together and he speaks to them. Um, it's, it's a unique time that they're in. They are a people with a history and they are a people with a future. Uh, The history, as you well know, for over four centuries, they are in Egypt. They're a nation within a nation. They are a nation that's enslaved to the Egyptians. And it says that they cried out to the Lord and the Lord heard them and sent them a deliverer. And uh, so they are brought out of Egypt and then for the next 40 years, they, they travel in the desert and they are not slaves. They are now nomadic people who live in tents. And and they are people with a future. They they have had a promise from God. Their forefathers were given this promise: I will give you land. I will give you houses you did not build, wells that you did not dig, uh, crops that you did not plant, and uh, it will all be yours. You will be people with belongings, with with land, with with roots. You 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 will be a very significant people. But this this portion in in, in Deuteronomy has them parked away from their history and just before they get to go into their new land. Has them parked there. And uh, Moses brings them together and he asks them hard questions. Not not softball questions, but hard questions, pointed questions. And and he says this, um, question number one, I have a question for you from the Lord, and it's this Do you want this land that God's about to give you? It seems like such a ridiculous question. They they've been slaves, they've never owned anything. They they don't have anything but the tents that they live in now, and and now there's there's a gift that's coming, a valuable gift, and 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 the question is this: do you want this land. And and you would think, well, yes, of course, I I, I want the land. I I want my inheritance. I want the promise that's been given to me. But but Moses says, listen, it's more than just inheritance. It's are you willing to make the leap? Are you willing to have your mindset change from that of being a slave to that of being a landowner, an entrepreneur, a, a farmer, a businessman. In, in, in the old mindset, you did what you were told, uh, you got up when you were told, you did what you were told, you were fed, and you really didn't have to make any risk. You didn't have to take any any chances. You didn't have to make any decisions. But you're going into a brand new thing. And you're going to be faced with risks. And you're going to have to make decisions. And, and, and the question is, are you ready to allow your mind to advance, to change, to, to think differently than you've ever thought before? Are you really willing to... Change your thinking to suit this new season in your life. The, the second question is even a little bit more difficult, a little sharper point on it, and and uh, it's it's an important question. Are are you ready to fight for your inheritance? They had never ever been a people that had held a weapon in in Egypt they didn't own a spear they they had never held a sword they had never been decked out in any kind of armor or fought any kind of wars they had never thought of themselves as a warrior people um, they they had traveled, and for the most part, the, God had protected them and, and had kept them safe. And, and they had never had to face anybody because they didn't have the ability, they didn't have the armament to do that. But now to go into this new land, they're going to have to fight for every inch of it. And, and God says to them, are you willing to change The way that you think, but are you willing to become warriors? Are you are you wanting this bad enough that you'll you'll spend your life, you'll do everything and anything that's required to make this promise tangible and able to be held in your hand? Are are you willing to become a powerful nation? Are you willing to think of yourselves as more than slaves? more than nomadic people are you are you willing to step in to being a powerful nation again moses is speaking to them on two levels he's speaking to them as individuals because every individual had to make that that conscious thought and decision that they would or would not be willing to do that. And, and he's also speaking to them on a corporate level because it's, it's no good if one or two, we all have to come to this place. And if, if we're going to be who God says we're to be, if we're, if we're going to be a nation with our own land and, and with our own economy, we, we have to not only make this decision personally, but corporately. The third question is even more difficult than the first two. The, the third question is this. Are you willing to trust? Trust God. Are, are, are you willing to make um, the decision in your mind that you will make room in your life and in your schedule to hear God? Are, are you willing to not only make that time, but are you willing to sit still long enough and listen And then are you willing to listen with the intent of obedience? Will you do what he asks you to do? You you see, when we're afraid, when... We, we, when we're not sure of what's going on, we like to take control. We, we, we like to do it our way. We like to know all the information. We like to have the final say. We, we want to have everything written down before we put our name on the bottom of it. But he's saying, listen, as you're going into this new lifestyle, into this new land, into this new time, I, I'm wondering, are you going to trust me? Are are you going to follow? Are you going to obey? Are you going to listen? It's it's not that they couldn't do this, but they needed his help. And and in in the time that they had been out in the the desert, God had been showing them for 40 solid years that everything they needed, he looked after. When, When they became hungry... They didn't have to go out looking for for something to eat. He brought it to them. He he brought it in ways that had never been seen before. He he had supplied. When they were thirsty, he caused the impossible. He caused for there to be springs in the middle of a desert. He, He had proven over and over again for 40 years that he had been faithful. But now they're parked with purpose at the gates of their inheritance and they're being asked, will you trust me? Will you listen to me? Will will you obey? I think you see where I'm going with this. We're, <laughs> we're in a time that is unprecedented. We're, we're faced with things we've we've never seen before. I I hear people saying, I can't wait for things to go back to normal. And, And I'm not sure they ever will go back to what we know as as normal. I, I, I think that there's change, wholesale change, and that we won't be the same ever again. And that doesn't frighten me because in my heart, in my spirit, I believe with all my heart that God's up to something. That, that God is preparing you and me. I, I keep going over that that promise of Joel. In the last day, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons, your daughters will... Pro- I, I think we're, we're moving into that time and that we, his people, are parked outside the gates. And, and, and we're parked here with a purpose because he's, he's got some things that he wants to say to you and to me. And um, I I think we're parked here with a purpose. And while we're parked here, I want to say to you, I believe with all my heart that God wants to speak to us. That God wants to speak to you personally. There, there are some things that we've been too busy to deal with and 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 maybe too distracted to understand, and 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 areas of our life that need to have been cleaned up or or disciplines that need to come into our life, but we've just been too busy and we've said, we'll do it another day. And and so God has slowed the whole thing down and has said, okay, there's nothing else happening. I want to talk to you. I think he's talking personally, but I think he's also talking to us. Corporately, the the universal church. Are we we willing? Are we willing to sit and to listen to him? Um, I I believe that he's going to ask us some questions. I I believe with all my heart that he's asking us: are we willing? Are are, are we willing to change our mindsets? Are, Are we willing to change the way that we think about God? about the call that he's got on our life, about what the church does and who the church should be? Are, are, are we willing to move from, from the slavery of our past and, and, and think differently so we can go into a brand new season that we'll see change and the release of God's power and presence like we've never... Are, are we willing to, to change our mind? The, the, the second thing is, are, are we willing to let the warrior rise up in us so that we're willing to fight for it? Willing to, to not back down, not quit, not get discouraged and throw in the towel and walk away and say, oh, I I I quit. Galatians has been going through my, you know, there, there is a good thing that happens for those who do not give up. This is not the time for giving up. It's time for holding on because good things come. The blessing of God comes if we don't give up, if we don't walk away. And, and so are we willing to build into our lives the, the disciplines, the, the fight? Are we willing to be the warrior to fight for what God has said is ours? The next thing is, are are we willing to, to trust God? We, we've had a long period of time where we could do things our way, and and there's been some good and some bad, and, and the church has been there and, and, and it's been present, but it hasn't been the force that it was meant to be. And and I think God is saying to us: Are are you willing to step aside and let go of your control, and allow me to lead? Allow me to to guide you. Are 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 you willing to trust in me with all your heart and not lean on your own understanding? Are you are are you are you willing to create a time in your schedule where daily you will listen to me? Daily you'll be devoted to my word. Daily you'll seek out the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Are, are, you, are you willing to do that? And, and when you hear me, are you willing to follow me? I, I think that's, that's really important. And I, I think those questions are coming to us individually and coming to us corporately. There, there's a picture in Revelation that comes to me very clearly and, and I think it ties into where we're at right now. It's a picture of God outside the doors of our lives, standing and knocking. And it's, it's his invitation. Will you let me in? Will, will, will you trust in me? And, and it's our decision. We, we can open the door. And he says, if you open the door, I can come in and I can lead you and I can take you into your preferred future, into your inheritance you also have the opportunity to leave the door closed and locked and pretend that you're not in and that he's not out. And, and he says, that that's fine too, but we're parked with purpose right now. And he's asking us some, some pointed questions that we have to wrestle through. You see, church, I believe that that you are being prepared for a great and incredible future. I believe with all my heart that there are some of you who have books inside of you. I I believe that there are are songs in some others of you. There there's leadership gifts. There's there there's business opportunities so that you can fund the kingdom and make it move ahead. I I, I believe that there's compassion in some of you to to lead and and and. Uh, give care to great numbers of people. I I believe there's all sorts of things that are your inheritance, but but there's questions that God has slowed time down for you, for me, for us as a church. And he's asking, he's standing at the door and he says, don't miss this opportunity. Don't miss this opportunity. I'm going to challenge you like I challenged myself In, in these next many days. I'm, I'm going to ask you, will you you just stop? Will you you just stop and say, God, I'm creating a space for you to talk to me. Are there things that need to change in me? Is there mindsets that need to be pushed out? Is my mind needing to be renewed? Are, Are there disciplines that need to be brought into my life? Are there things that that you want me to drop, not because they're bad or evil, but they're just not useful, and, and, and you want to fill that space up with something new? Are, are, are there things that you've said to me before that I've forgotten and I've pushed out of the way, and you want to remind me of that? I, God, I'm just sitting here, and I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to listen. Listen with the intention to obey. I think we're parked with a purpose, I think I'm parked with a purpose. I believe that you're parked with a purpose. I believe our church has a divine purpose, that he's brought us to the kingdom for this time, for this season, and that if we allow him to to needle around in our hearts and in our lives, he'll bring out the very best. He'll bring out the strength of, of, of his character in us. I believe that he's got good plans for you and for me. And so I I, I just want to pray together today and, and just invite God to do what he wants to do. Father, I start by just saying to you, I am so glad that you've brought us to the kingdom for such a time as this. You knew what you were doing before the foundations of the earth were laid. You made sure that You had me, you had my friends, you had this church family, you had those who have joined us today. You've had us in your mind and in in your love and in your purpose. And so today, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking that you would release your Holy Spirit to, to massage our hearts, to make us a people who are open to having you Shift and shape our mindsets, that that you would allow the Holy Spirit to raise up in us the warrior, ready to fight for the legacy, for for the future that you've promised, and that you would allow the Holy Spirit to take away the control, the fear of trusting someone else other than ourselves, and allowing you to come in and to lead us and to guide us I believe you hear our prayers. I believe you answer our prayers. I believe that you've already started working in our hearts, both individually and corporately. And so, Father, we believe, we believe together that this is going to be done. Your kingdom come, your will be done. In Jesus' name. I believe that this week is gonna be a significant week as we just create that space I'm going to in invite you to, to phone up somebody and just to chat about what you hear God saying to you about your life. If you don't have anybody to chat with, contact us here. We, we'd be happy to, to, to sit and chat with you over the phone or put you in contact with somebody. But, but let's, let's make this opportunity count. We're parked here for a purpose.